As we look towards what should be a very busy 2021 camping season, it's time to gear up. This episode is our annual RV and camping gear guide, and this is RV Miles. RV Miles is sponsored by L.L. Bean, dedicated to helping you experience all the benefits of time outside and stay more comfortable while you're out there. From soft and breathable activewear designed to do it all, to just the right layers, perfect for changing weather, to sun smart clothing that blocks the sun's harmful rays, every L.L. Bean product is made with comfortable time outside in mind. Visit LLBean.com to shop now. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. Welcome to episode 185 of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time travelers who, along with our boys, Jack, Ethan, and Henry, are crisscrossing North America on one epic road trip. Each week, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from travel destinations to gear, industry news, our national parks, and a whole lot more. Very excited to bring to you our annual gear guide. This is always one of my favorite episodes to do to share with you all the new and fun products out there. It's not an episode where we tell you like all the things you need. These are <laughs> no. def- none of these things really are anything you need, but they might be things that help your camping life a little bit or just a little bit fun for you to take with you out on the road. Dream about add to your wish list. This episode is a little bit different though than recent episodes. This episode as it is will not be on YouTube. In fact, the next two episodes, 185 and 186, you will not be able to get on YouTube. Part of that is because we are trying to catch up on uh, the Texas apocalypse that delayed getting some podcasts out. But also the other part is, is that Jason has been eaten alive by no and he oh, would prefer to not record. This is not an exaggeration. So we are still in the Mississippi area. We just came from Louisiana. Jason probably has on his arms and his legs and on his body in general, somewhere between two and 300 bites. And they will not stop itching. This is awful. I didn't know this could happen to a human being. He is doped up. It's like I have chicken pox. It really is. I thought mine were bad. So mine are all around like my ankle and I probably have 30 or 40 on each leg. Jason, last night, he was doped up on antihistamines. We did a paste of salt all over his forearms as I'm starting to read, like, what are some home remedies? What are some things I can try? We've tried, you know, anti-itch creams. We've done everything. So now I'm looking, do we try toothpaste? Should we try salt? Maybe some baking soda. Do you want me to rub a lemon all over you? I would just think at this point, it it was time for them to go away. It's been several days now. It has. We got the majority of these over the weekend, so almost a week ago. And I've found relief. Mine have faded. Now they just look like really, really bad chicken pox on my ankles. Yours, however, I just, I didn't know this was possible. So we just decided that we're going to spare Jason (laughs) as much extra work as we can this weekend because he needs to heal. So you will not find episode 185 
and episode 186 on YouTube. We will but be hey, back. If, if you're listening here, you probably don't watch yeah, them on YouTube I, anyway. Know, you might not. And that's fine, too. Although if you really enjoy the show on YouTube, you might be, you know, you might come over and listen to it as an audio this week just to, to keep up on what's I'm, going on. I'm frankly excited. I, I miss the days of just doing audio. It's Jay, there's just something better about it. This is like vacation. <laughs> my feet are up on the table. I didn't have to worry about what my hair or my makeup looks like today. I'm wearing my yoga clothes. I mean, I am I'm on vacation doing this podcast today. This what's so funny to me too is remember in the beginning days of podcasting how this felt so hard. I know. <laughs> like, like it was an effort to try to figure out how we could sit down and talk. And now it's like, what you want me to sit down and talk and you're not going to put a camera in front of my face? This is amazing. This is amazing. Anyway, we have a couple news items we want to hit you up with before we get to the gear guide and uh, these are things that we've talked about on recent news youtube videos so we've been doing these news videos on youtube that have been getting very popular we're really happy with them what we're thinking about doing is doing some shorts um in the your podcast feed so if you're listening to the podcast Perhaps we drop some news shorts into the podcast feed as well. They're, they would be like B-sides. Yeah. So like a like a 10-minute podcast episode. So like there would be two episodes each week in your feed, one being the main RV Miles episode and then a short 10-minute episode. I'm wondering what you all think of that. Let us know because I, if it is going to be annoying to you to have that there, we certainly want don't want to do it. But uh, if you think it would be a great little addition... We would, uh, oh, I think we're going to do it. Yeah, we are going to do it. I think the question actually is, are we going to do it in this particular feed that hosts RV Miles as you know it today? Or are we going to go and create a completely new podcast feed where people would have to then go over and subscribe to that in order to get these news blurbs, which would be four to six a month probably that would be coming out. This is a great way to continue to keep up on what's happening in the outdoor and RV industry by doing these short little B-side podcast episodes. And of course, we would still interject news, different news well, yeah, it would, into it, this it, episode. It's a way for us to not have to repeat information, yes. especially if you watch on YouTube and you see the podcast video and then you see the news videos and we repeat a lot of that information like we're about to do right now. <laughs> uh, so we, two news items this week that we thought were important to to share with you. One is that uh, we, we talked about Harvest Host last week raising their pricing and that you can get in uh, still with the discount code. And we'll put that discount code in, in the uh, description for this episode as we did last week. They're raising their prices up to $99. But we just found out that they've actually gained a big influx of investment cash, $37 million over at Harvest Host. And what they're doing with it is building something that I think is really going to make a difference for Harvest Host members. It's sort of the biggest barrier uh, at Harvest Host is reserving spots. They're building a reservation system. So if you want to stay at one of these wineries, farms, museums, all these different locations that Harvest Host has, pretty soon you're going to be able to reserve them. I thought that was very neat. I think it's fantastic. I am all about anything that keeps me from having to call somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And that's obviously that's a big 
uh, barrier for the businesses themselves. It's a mm-hmm. lot of work on them to have to deal with phone calls and all that too. So I think this will be a fantastic addition to Harvest Host. Another subscription service, Togo RV. We're big fans of the Togo RV app and the Togo RV Plus service, which offers navigation on your trip. So if you want RV-specific navigation that's built around putting in your length and width and height and all that sort of stuff, you can get that through the Togo RV Plus program, uh, which is part of the Togo RV app. But now they have purchased a very popular camping website, OvernightRVParking.com which was a membership site where you paid an annual membership fee, it still is, and you get to find all of these overnight parking locations like Walmarts, but also boondocking spots and all sorts of stuff. What has made OvernightRVParking.com different is that Jim O'Brien, who runs it and has for you know quite some time since he co-founded it, really does go and verifies all these sites. So he'll go and call Walmart's like when somebody lists a Walmart on there as a potential place where you can overnight at, he will call them and make sure. So he's really got all these sites on the, you know, he's on the pulse of all of these sites to make sure that they're really up to date. So now that's folding over to being a part of Togo RV plus still going to be the same service. And if you're already a customer of overnight RV parking, you're automatically going to get converted to a Togo RV plus membership, but it's a really great addition to, to Togo RV plus, which is generally $39 a year, but you can get $10 off with the code RV miles 10 X. Everyone's really doubling down on their subscription services and their yeah. offerings. They're, they're competing wow. with each other. Yeah. And, that is only good for us as consumers. Yeah, they're competing with each other, but they're also taking the steps to improve what they have on their platforms to mm-hmm. make them more appetizing. Yeah. I mean, this Harvest Host thing is is exciting to me because that is a real like 21st century update they've been needing to do for a while. Yeah. I wonder who's next. Yeah, we'll find out. Okay, let's take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have the answer to last week's brain teaser. And then we're going to dive into our gear guide. It's Jason's favorite time of the year. (laughs) Be right back. Electrical surge protection is one of the cheapest insurance policies you can provide for your RV. And the Power Watchdog Smart Surge Protector, made by Hughes Autoformers, beats the competition with field-replaceable surge modules. With other brands, when the surge protector takes a large surge or a spike, you have to throw it away. The Power Watchdog can be brought back to life with one small, affordable part. You can replace yourself. It's the last surge protector you need to buy. Use the coupon code RVMILES, all one word, for 10% off your order at HughesAutoFormers.com. That's code RVMILES for 10% off at HughesAutoFormers.com. Outdoor enthusiasts of all stripes will enjoy Pelican gear on their adventures. Hard-sided Pelican Elite coolers are all made in America and are available in a wide number of sizes. Get a 20-quart for short day trips, a 50-quart for week-long adventures, or a wheeled 45-quart to keep the fun rolling along. Pelican backs all their hard-sided coolers with a lifetime warranty, too. RV Miles listeners can get a free day venture tumbler when they visit EliteCooler.com slash RVMiles and spend over $100. It's time for the answer to last week's brain teaser, which went like this. I've been drawn by the artists these days and of old, yet I'm seen only when all around me is cold. For most of the time, you just live and ignore me. Then you gasp for me, stop for me, mutter below me. You might say in surprise, I've been taken away, 
but it's true I've been with you at least till today. When I leave you, you leave too. Who am I? And I think everybody got this one. Yeah, this it, was a good breath. one. It's your breath. This was a good one. I think I picked this one, right? Yeah, that's yeah. why everyone got it. We'll have a new brain teaser later on in the show. But now it is time for our annual gear guide. Now, as I said before, we're not saying that you need to buy all these things. And lots of these things are rather expensive. So they might not be the right product for you. And that's okay. Nobody will look down at you on the at the campground for not owning no. any of these products. But these are mostly new products that we've tried out um, or that we know about that that might be of interest to you and might solve a specific problem that you have. So with that in mind, if there's something that works for you, check it out over on our Amazon store. You can go to amazon.com slash shop slash RV miles. And we have there a list of the products from the 2021 gear guide. And you can search for them there. Some of them are not available on Amazon, so they yeah. won't be on there. But for the most part, if we've got it on this list, uh, you might check it out over there. And if you buy it there, you know, we get a little tiny kickback and it helps support us. And we thank you for that. We do. All right. Let's dive into this list because it is a big one this year. We had a lot of things it we is. liked. It is. So the first thing is a product that I just love. We have tried several of these folding outdoor oh uh, sort of fabricy kitchen type organizer things. Mm -hmm. They don't have, there's no industry like specific term for them, but <laughs> no. basically it's a folding outdoor kitchen. This one is called the Dino Mite, D-I-N-E-O-M-I-T-E from Sylvan Sports. Sylvan Sports are a really cool company that makes all kinds of neat gadgets and they make trailers now, uh, really interesting trailers. But the, the Dino Mite is just, it just works. I love the top of it because it's a bamboo top. Yes. So we have the Dino Mite. We did not get the Dino Max. We considered the Dino Max. And I'm really kind of glad we didn't go with it, that it didn't end up working out because the Dino Mite is big. Yeah. The, it's bigger than I think we thought it was going to be. It's about four feet wide and it's countertop height. Yes. And, and that bamboo service is really, really durable. And that's the best part about it is that it's just a solid surface. But then... Uh, it comes with a shield for wind protection for your Blackstone griddle or for your camp stove. I think when you saw that, you would have paid any amount of money for this camp well, kitchen. <laughs> if you have a Blackstone, you know that they're very susceptible to wind. So it's it's been fabulous for us to have this thing. And, you know, we don't put a ton of stuff inside it mm -mm. because we don't want to have like food inside it when animals are around and stuff. But I, I stuff my grilling apron in there. We can put paper towels in there. It's got a hanger for any utensils that you might have, like a hook. It's got a bottle opener on it. And it just works. It just works really well. It's robust. It's sturdy. It collapses into a very nice carrying case. It's got very nice zipper pulls and all that sort of stuff. It is heavy. Be aware. It's not yeah. lightweight. I mean, that bamboo does add a decent amount of weight. Uh, what I love is this trend now of adding a bottle opener to everything. To everything, yes. Your apron has it. The Dynamite has it. The Pelican Cooler has it. 
I mean, I get what they're saying now, and I I appreciate it. <laughs> but it's almost weird if something doesn't come with a bottle opener now. So if you do really want to have the camp kitchen that is the envy of everyone, though, you might check out the Dino Max. The Dino Max is more than twice the size because yeah. it has a big folding out, like it has like a a garbage bag holder Mm -hmm. it has a wash basin and then it has a back so you can hang utensils and put condiments and all sorts it's absolutely massive if i was a tent camper (laughs) this would 100 percent be my camp kitchen yeah so the dynamite is 109.95 the dyno max is 349.95 but i think you'll be very happy with the dynamite if you're looking for sort of an outdoor camp kitchen organizer So speaking of things you can store, now this one doesn't come with a bottle opener. Maybe we can suggest it to them. (laughs) They're missing this one thing. So the next thing on our list is something called a flex safe. Yeah, this is interesting. It was on Shark Tank, which is really cool. Our kids love that show, too. This is, if you've ever had that problem of going to the beach and going swimming or to a pool and and not knowing what to do with your keys and your wallet and your phone... They created this to solve it. And what it is, a little, like a, almost like a, I don't want to say it's Kevlar, but it's a, it might be Kevlar. It's a, like, sort of slash proof bag. It's slash resistant, water resistant, and RFID blocking with a reprogrammable three digit combination lock. Yeah. And and it's small. It's, it's like a small, I don't know, a small purse size. And it's almost diamond shaped. Yeah. and it latches over like a, a railing or a chair arm. Your stroller, a golf cart, mm-hmm. like whatever. And you just put those valuables in there. You lock them up with your three digit combination. And then you go off and you go on about your day. Don't lock it up to say your cooler. Yeah. Like that someone could just pick up and walk off with said cooler. And I wouldn't but, put like my wedding rings in it. I would put maybe, you know. Right. Your... I don't know if I would lock it to a stroller unless the stroller <laughs> was locked down. Because again, that's a movable item yeah. someone could just like shift off with. But even just, you know, locking it up and then putting it in the truck or something, you know, just anywhere that you have it or sticking it into your, you know, your um, beach bag. It's or really some, you for know? when you're sort of nearby, but not yeah. close enough for somebody to like grab your wallet and run off with it. Yeah. Right? I just really like the peace of mind that comes with it. But again, remember, it is still a movable item. So if you're going to use it and you should just make sure that what you do with it isn't just like, hi, I've put this like, you know, flex safe here on my beach towel. And now I'm going to be way down the beach, like, you know, swimming and surfing and attempting to paddleboard. Yeah. So the FlexSafe is forty nine ninety five, and uh, and I think it's really interesting. You should check it out. Next up is a product from a company called Goal Zero, and you may have heard of them. They create lots of portable battery and solar type products. This is a battery pack called the Sherpa 100 AC. It is about the size uh, of a small hardback book maybe thinner than that. It's a battery pack that's sort of a smart battery pack. You know, you'll have lots of little portable batteries to charge things, to charge your phone up on the go. This is a little bit more robust than that. It has a digital display that shows you how much power it has and how much power is going out to all the ports. And it's got USB-C, USB-A, it ha- and then it even has an inverter. So you can press a button and plug in any sort of standard household item into it as long as it can power that items plus it has wireless charging so you can toss your phone on on the top of it 
This thing, I use this, I can run virtually everything in sort of our outdoor podcast video recording studio, our lights and everything on it. And it will charge my laptop, my big uh, MacBook Pro up uh, at least one and a half times after it's died. It'll charge a phone about eight times over. Yeah, my Mac is not as big as yours, and I can get at least two charges off mine. Now, we have had this since the beginning of the year, and it has already saved us twice yeah we've had power outages yes so this is one of those things where i didn't really think we needed it but when it came down to it when we just were looking at having power for you know without power for days being able to charge up our computers at least each of us once allowed us to continue to keep working you can also keep it plugged in and use it as sort of like a multi-port charger to charge mm-hmm. lots of devices at the same time and then that's kind of on a battery backup so when your power goes out it's battery yeah and i think for things like that for us things that are portable batteries that we can use in lots of different ways those have really proven themselves to work out best for our family so it's the sherpa 100 ac it's very small it's 300 bucks Next up is a portable rocking chair, which is really interesting and very different from every other camp chair I think we've ever seen. Yeah, we've had a lot of camp chairs. And this one is definitely in regards to its look, how you sit in it. Everything about it is definitely the most unique chair we've had at our campsite. It's called the Nemo Stargaze Recliner Luxury Chair. It's it's great because it folds down into a small package and it can be used on very irregular surfaces, but basically it's like a suspended sling that you you sit in. Now, I will go ahead and preface this by saying, I think you are not as comfortable in it as I am, and the kids are not as comfortable in it. Our smaller kids don't fit into it as well or can utilize it as well as I can because the main feature about this chair is so it's suspended, right? And you have these handles that you kind of hold onto and you sit down in it. And when you're upright, it's comfy and it kind of swings, but it's real selling point is that you push back with your back and the upper part reclines. That's why they call it a stargazer. Yeah. So now you're reclined back and you're able to look up at the stars and you're able to still rock. And there does seem to be this sweet body spot and height spot for, for me, this particular chair. It's not really for me about, I'm a bigger guy. It can totally support me. Yes. Uh, it's it's about shoulder width really mm-hmm. for me. And if you're broad shouldered, it might not be the best for you. But it it's sort of this really smart strap and buckle system that just allows you to just lean back and you don't have to do anything and worry about it. Um, I love it. It's got yeah. a cup holder in it and it's got a pouch I can put my phone into. But I just like that I get to lean back and I'm still gently swinging. And it's sort of like if a hammock and a chair had a baby, this is what they would have. Yeah. And it's uh, it's $219. Uh, so it's a little on the pricier side, but it's made from aircraft grade aluminum. Uh, it's real sturdy and it's going to keep from rusting and it's going to last for a long time. Yeah. It can hold up to Epperson children <laughs> and they can be really rough on chairs, which is why we've had so many. All right. We've been talking about some expensive products. So now let's let's dip into some smaller, less expensive things uh, that are more realistic for <laughs> yeah. a lot more people. Starting with a really interesting sock. Features socks. And it's spelled F-E-E-T, like feet. Features socks f-e-e-t-u-r-e-s basically what they've done is taken 
running sock technology, like super fancy running sock, running sock technology, and made them really good for just everyday sockwear. Yeah. So these have become my favorite socks. And the reason why they're my most favorite sock is they have this no-show tab that's like the, at the back of the foot that is like this cushioned top of the sock that adds like just this extra level of comfort, but is barely noticeable. It's really hard to describe it. It's something I think you've just, you've got to go over to the Amazon store and look at these. I love these socks. I love the way that they kind of put a little bit of pressure on my feet. Well, they use compression, like compression socks, but not over the whole thing, just in like strategic spots. Yes, because one of the things that I suffer from pretty bad is restless leg syndrome. And so if we're out on a trail or we're really active for a day and we're doing a lot of walking and running, I will really feel it like in my knees and in my shins at the end of the night, like so much so sometimes that the only way I can get to go to sleep is if I have pressure in that part of my body, like I'm squeezing that. That's, you know, part of the restless leg syndrome. And so I love these socks because they are compression built. And of course, you need to couple that with a good pair of shoes, which I've learned my lesson over the years. And also, I have to accept the fact that I'm getting older, things like that. But these are these are worth it. I think they retail. We have the Elite, and an Elite pair is $15.99. But they're as cheap as $12 yes. in some of their pairs. Yeah. And I think they're absolutely worth it. I, you know, I think we all talk about this when it comes to an active outdoor lifestyle a good pair of shoes and a good pair of socks to go with those are invaluable. Yeah, and it's not like you need to buy every pair of socks that you have be a nice pair like this. But for when you're going to go on a big hike, you want to have a nice pair of shoes and a nice pair of socks. It really makes all the difference. I'm always amazed at how many pairs of socks this family has. (laughs) I'm like, how do we, why do we have so many socks? (laughs) All right. Next up is Jason's favorite item. Uh, I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Dude wipes. Dude wipes are flushable wipes. Now, (laughs) now, can I say this? When when I brought this to you, like, do you want to test these out? Because they had asked us if we wanted to test these out. You were like, huh? What? No, mm-mm. and I was like, no, no, no. I, I think we should. I think it might end up being handy. What did you need while we were in Texas? I know it. You needed some dude wipes. <laughs> okay, it, it, just having that one little pack. And look, I know they say they're for dudes, but any, look, I think they're gender neutral wipes. Ju- okay, gender neutral dudes. Yeah, uh, don't have to be just like the definition of a dude. So these these are are flushable bathroom wipes and except in your rv we would never recommend that you use flushable wipes in an rv's tank or really in any toilet flushable wipes aren't the greatest thing out there for any septic system any plumbing system but what's nice about these is if you if you do need to like wash your body when you're not uh, when you don't have water um, or if you're you you gotta go and you're on a trail, uh, or you're in using one of those awful national park bathrooms that may or may not oh, have toilet yeah. paper, uh, you know all that sort forced, of stuff. If you're forced into a Johnny on the spot, which I think is yeah. my personal like definition of hell. <laughs> so what is nice about these is that they're 25 percent larger than normal flushable wipes, which is <laughs> great. They we are, are anything. 
If I just love that we're talking about these so much. <laughs> they are made with aloe vera and vitamin E, and then they even have they have a mint chill <laughs> version, which gives you a little chill. It just gives you a little chill afterwards. <laughs> just cools everything down. Oh, it's so, so good. But they're a great option for like packing in a plastic bag instead of toilet paper for a hike. I think that's a fantastic option. Uh, even it's just as just for hand and face wipes when you want to wipe yourself down uh, and, and you're gross and dirty and muddy and that sort of stuff. It, it doesn't need to be for bathroom purposes. So. Yeah. And, you know, I know a lot of outdoor people are hot on adventure wipes. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is a good alternative to it because those are kind of expensive. They're, those are much, much bigger. Yes. And really made to like wash your whole body. This is, Yes. But they're also very, very expensive. Right. And so unless, you know, if you're needing something because you're going to need to just freshen up a little bit, but you're not looking to do a whole shower, yeah, then I would absolutely just have something like this on hand. Yeah. All right. Uh, one thing that we do recommend that you put in your RV toilet. Let's keep the <laughs> bathroom talk going. You've seen it on commercials. Poo-pourri. This stuff is Awesome, you guys. Listen, (laughs) we all live in a tiny little space. When you RV, okay, you're in a tiny space. And the more people you add into that space, well, the more times people are going to need to go to the bathroom. And RV bathroom doors don't go to the ceiling or floor. No, and (laughs) sometimes people don't have porcelain toilets. And there's all these things that go into, you know, learning to live together in an RV and then also respecting the fact that we all have to go. I love poopery because what you do, okay, I'm very excited about this. This is this cute little bottle. I mean, you probably have all seen it on the back of like your Aunt Sally's toilet, right? Okay, it's this cute little bottle. What you do is you put some water into the tank, you spray the water, and then all anyone smells is orange blossom. The whole (laughs) space just smells like orange blossom. And then you are free to do whatever you need to do without worrying about if all the other people out there in the RV are currently passed out on the floor. RV life is really the perfect use case for (laughs) this product. It's about $7.95 for a 70-use bottle. That's the smaller bottle, and they have bigger ones as well. So that's one of my top picks on this. I'm not going to lie. My second top pick is something called Bug Bite Thing. Boy, I really wish that we had gotten after you right as you were getting bit and used this. So perhaps you've seen it. It's one of the top selling devices on Amazon. So what it is, is it's this tube. And all you do is when you get bit, you put this cylinder it's like a syringe. Yeah, almost, except there's no needle or anything. No, right. Yeah, you're, it's just, it's using like gravity. It's using air because what you do is you have like this handle on either side and you pull the handle up. And what it does is it's sucking your skin into the tube portion of bug bite thing. And if you do this right after you get bit, it sucks the venom out. The no. thing on top of your skin that is going to create the itch. Now, we've had mixed feelings about this. It hasn't worked perfectly, but when it does work, it does work, Yeah, and which I, is great. It's a great thing to try first, and if it doesn't work, then you have to try something else. And that's user error, not so much the 
product's fault because it's not going to work on every single part of your body. So, you know, if a kid gets bit on the top of their foot or over by their ankle bone where there's not a lot of of give for the skin, you're going to have or you can't get a good suction because you can't get the product like flat onto where the bite is, then you're probably not going to have as much success. But Ethan had Right after we had gotten this, Ethan had a a night where he came in and he probably had like, he'd been bit like four or five times on his leg. And I took that to his leg and it had just happened. He didn't have a single issue with any of those bites. And that poor kid, when he gets bit, he just, he's like you. He just itches and itches and it drives him crazy. The kids bring this to me now when they get bit because that's how much it works on them. They go and they find it and they say, I just got bit. Can you do this? The bug bite thing is $9.95 and you can buy multiple. It's just throw them in your backpack, your purse or your vehicle so you have quick access so that you are able to use it mm-hmm. right away because it does just start losing effective. Yeah, you have to. If you don't. Yeah, it's got to be shortly after you were bit. Next up is the Valterra twist on waste valve. <laughs> We've talked about black tanks and and in the bathroom a decent amount so far but one more thing that is bathroom related in in some ways we can honestly say this is a must-have it really ought to be something that is part of all rvs from the manufacturer it's basically an additional waste valve so you've got your black tank and your gray tank valve for dumping right and you've got that cap that you pull off that you hook up your sewer hose to well this is a twist on another gate valve, another waste valve to put where the cap goes. And then you can put the cap on top of it. The reason this is so important is that you do not want to find that you have a leaking valve by pulling that cap off and have everything that's built up in there go everywhere, which is exactly what happened to me. I'm just glad I wasn't there for it. <laughs> and I, I will never I will never have an RV without one of these again, because it, it, it just makes everything much more convenient and easy, too. But you will never have that problem. And if you have a leaking valve, you can you can still use your system with this additional valve until that gets fixed. You know what, too? Everyone that recommends this always starts off by saying... Don't learn how I learned about right. this product. This is one of those products that, boy, I really wish we had known about before we needed to know about it. It's only $20, and it is something that should be on your must-buy list for any RV. It's a hot-selling item, too, because yeah, it, we had to go to several places to find it. So we know, even if you aren't talking about it, <laughs> we know we are not the only ones. This has happened. To Next up is the Pelican R60 Personal Utility Ruck Case. And what this is, is a small case that's ideal for protecting uh, valuable or small electronics when you need to keep them from getting soaked in water or from getting crushed or from dust and dirt. It's great for in the back of your truck or in a canoe at the beach. It's crush proof. It's dust proof and waterproof. And this is where I keep like a lot of our small little electronics for podcasting. I keep them in this thing so that I know that they're safe. I keep my memory cards in there. I keep uh, our little recorder in there. And I know that those things are never going to get damaged because Pelican makes such good cases and uh, it's got rubberized protective bumpers and stuff. And if the kids could throw it across the room and the stuff in it would be fine. Sixty four ninety five, And I'm really happy with it. 
So our next item, we're not going to talk too much about this because it was actually a part of our 2020 holiday gift guide, but we feel so strongly about it that we think it should also be a part of a traditional RV and camping gear guide. And that is the Garmin 890 GPS unit. We love this thing. After almost five years on the road, I've I feel like we have finally found something that truly does work for us when it comes to navigation. And one of the reasons why we're putting it on the list this year as well is because they have come out with a new one, the RV1090. Which is exactly the same as the 890. So don't feel like that's a better version. It's just bigger. It's a (laughs) 10-inch screen instead of an 8-inch screen. I feel like ours is so big to begin with. I would never put it in a pickup truck. But if you have a big class A and you've got all that dash space and all that window space, I could definitely see getting the 10 inch model. Yeah. So if you've been looking for a new GPS system, we cannot recommend enough the Garmin 890. It retails for $499 and the RV 1090 retails for $699. Those are hefty chunks of change, but they are absolutely worth it when you are trying to navigate potential areas where you know one potential way could be for RV and the other one is going to lead you down the path that's not good. It works when you don't have cell service, which is you know one of the best reasons to have an actual GPS mm-hmm. unit. For sure. Next up is Tarpestry. Tarpestry is a really interesting company. They make these products that are a combination of a tarp and a tapestry and that's where they come up with the name tarpestry so what you're getting is like a beach blanket or a picnic blanket type deal that is just really really beautiful yeah it's a piece of art so a lot of times beach blankets which these also have a place in everyone's lives are just like a solid color uh the one that we have has this beautiful sort of floral pattern on it but not in like a like don't think like Victorian wallpaper type pattern. You know what I mean? Of well, it's called the, the one we have is called Americana. And yes, it, it's not. It's no longer available on their website. It doesn't look like, but they have all sorts of. You can. This is the beauty of it is you can sort of personalize these based on what you like. There are some funky designs. There are floral designs. There are traditional designs, and it it's really like the functionality of a tarp so you know often you put a blanket down for a picnic it gets damp underneath and because this is more like a tarp it's not going to have any water go through it but it's still that then they sew a layer of cotton on top of it so it's still super soft it's got grommets so you can stake it down if you need to it's a really great new beach picnic blanket type thing that we're gonna yeah and it's big i mean it can sit our whole family on it and it's really incredibly durable it's built to last a lifetime these range from 130 to 165 dollars but i think overall when you're looking at something that is going to be with you for a lifespan that is absolutely worth the price Next up, husky truck floor liners i guess you can get them for cars as well but the the best thing that we ever did in our old truck was buy husky floor liners for it and we are just dying without them in our new truck. Yes, because somebody ordered them and then <sighs> sent them to the default address, which is his parents. Yes, I ordered new floor liners for a truck, yes. and they were supposed to arrive today. And then I looked, and they're arriving today, but in like Illinois. 1,500 miles away from here. <laughs> Not anywhere near us. I mean, because that's the thing. You know, so if you, you know, Amazon always makes like your default address. And then if you go to change it, but then you go back into your cart and you adjust something, it 
adjusts everything and it defaults back to your default address. And if you don't think about it and you hit send, boy, that's happened to us a few times. But look, everybody's hot on the WeatherTech liners. These are basically the same thing. They're still laser measured and fit perfectly. But I think you know if you read the Amazon reviews, I think a lot of people like them more and they're a heck of a lot cheaper than WeatherTech. Yeah, that's the thing. We had those in the Ram for almost two years. And I mean, they got dirty, they got sandy, they got muddy. And when you would pull them up and look under that carpet under there was spectacularly clean. And I they, loved them. I can't handle not having them in this new truck right and now. And they're only 80 to $150 depending on the size of your vehicle and depending on if you, you're getting both the first row and the second row. Well, well worth it. I think they should be another thing that is manufacturer standard. I do too. All weather liners. Next up is the Selk bag. And I think we're saying that right, but it's S-E-L-K apostrophe bag. This is a wearable sleeping bag. It's like a onesie sleeping bag. Abby has one and she loves it, especially for very cold weather. There's a picture currently of me in it over on the Our Wandering Family Instagram page because when we were at the, you know, the cold apocalypse in Texas and our power was going out and it was like 12 degrees outside, I was so warm in that adult onesie sleeping bag. And I am convinced my whole family needs one now. It was one of those things that when they sent it to us, I kind of giggled because I was like, I don't know when I'll ever need this, but it's so cute and comfy. And then life happened and I thought this is the greatest thing I could possibly ever own. I think it would be really fantastic for people that are in like teardrops and small RVs mm-hmm. that they have to go outside to cook. Oh yeah. You know, you know and you're you could still you could sleep in it for sure. Yeah, because it also so it has you can cover your hands like mittens. It has a hood that can come all the way up and you can pull the drawstring, make it really nice and tight around your face. It has feet coverings and those zip off so you don't have to have your feet covered. I love this thing. The only only downside to it is that if you need to go and use the potpourri, <laughs> you're going to have to take the whole thing off. I've been asked this numerous times if it has a trap. Nope. It does not. I said, so underneath it, I am always prepared for a yoga class or if I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it does retail for anywhere between $99 to $249 because they have all different types of like extra thick, a light, an ultralight. They they make them depending on sort of your activity level and what you need it for. So I think the one that I have, I got the ultralight because I wasn't planning on sleeping in it outside. So that's going to retail, I think, somewhere for like around 130, I think is how much it was, 140. We have always had campfire envy when we've seen somebody always. that has a solo stove. And we've hung out around lots of them. We don't own a solo stove, Mm-mm. but we wanted to put one on this list because they now have the solo stove Ranger. And the, the, if you haven't seen a solo stove, they're they look like a they almost look like a large soda can mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> for campfires. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. With, yes, without the top. Uh, and the the Ranger version is only fifteen inches wide and about thirteen inches tall. So this is a smaller version that you could really you know, stuff in your pasture and stuff. And some of the bigger ones, that's the problem with them is that they can't collapse. They have very, very big ones. But the solo stoves, they really do burn fire 
a lot more efficiently. There is very little smoke and there's very little ash at the end. They put out a lot of heat, which is why I think you don't have to have this big monstrous thing at your campsite. Yeah. These little rangers put out a ton of heat. Yeah. And I really like the option, too, of having something that's not reliant on propane. Yeah. And we like to often go to, you guys know that we often like to go to picnic areas and stuff in national parks. And oftentimes you can have a you can have a campfire, a cooking fire in those areas without your RV. And we're always driving in with our truck and, and having a, a big sort of picnic cookout. And I think this would be perfect for that sort of thing. They're $214.99 for the Solo Stove Ranger. So we only have three more items on this list. And then we are done with the 2021 RV and camping gear guide. Let's talk about shoes. So we've already talked about socks and how important those are for our feet. Jason and I each have a pair of shoes on this list that we have found to be just fantastic for either walking the pavement here in the campsite, hitting the trail, or just running errands in the city. I'll start with mine, I guess. Uh, I have a pair of Danners. They're the Trail 2650. Now, I have lots of issues with shoes not fitting my feet right and them being uncomfortable. Or if they do fit right, they might not look good. These do both. The Trail 2650 is like, it's a beautiful brown rough leather, you know, sort of the unfinished Mm -hmm. leather on the outside, the soft stuff with red shoelaces. So it's a real classic, classic outdoorsy look. It makes me want to go to a cabin. But it still has like Vibram soles. So it's really still meant for serious hiking. You can really protect your feet and have a comfortable walk in them. Yeah, your dad and your your dad got these for you for Christmas. And boy, he did a good job. Those are some good looking shoes. I'm very happy. Yeah. So the ones that I love um, are the Women's North Peak Ventilated Trail Shoe. They're an L.L. Bean shoe. And I kind of have some of the similar problems Jason has, but that's because I have larger feet. Like I wear a size 10. Before I had kids, I I wore a size 8. Somehow between having three children, I now wear a size 10. And I always have a problem with, you know, trail shoes, running shoes, hiking shoes, that they just make my feet look like I'm on skis. And so this is one of the things I really like about this trail shoe. It's sleek. It's ventilated. It's lightweight. It's going to offer all of the support that I need where I need it so that I can hopefully not end up with achy, you know, with restless leg syndrome at the end of the night. I just, I really, really like this shoe. And, you know, we get asked all the time about hiking boots. And we are big fans of trail shoes in general, whether they're yeah. trail runners or trail shoes, because they're light they're almost always ventilated and if you do if you do say you step in a big puddle of water you have to walk through a stream and if you're in a pair of hiking boots they take so much longer to dry out if you're in a pair of waterproof hiking boots that water just goes over the top of them and hiking boots are heavier which puts more labor on your body as you're walking on a trail. Uh, I will say too that we do always recommend with any trail shoe, this is why I pick trail shoes over running shoes, is oftentimes they have um, like a kick plate up front 
to protect the front of your feet from if you hit a rock or yeah, something like which that. Which happens a lot yeah, more than and, you would think it would. You know, we are pretty much at the point where we insist on that for all of our shoes. We don't do open-toed sandals anymore, except maybe flip-flops around the camp uh, around the campsite. But anytime we're going to be out and about, all of us are wearing some type of shoe now that has that that protective front kick plate. All right, final item on the list is clam quick set shelters. Now you've seen these around campsites. If you haven't been in one, you've always wondered: Are they as good as they look? Are they as good as the price? And we are very happy with our clam. We have the clam pavilion. It is massive. Jason went big, or he went home, <laughs> and he decided to go um, big. It is probably too big for most people. Most people probably want to be looking at the clam escape. Uh, which is a more realistic size. I think it's 11 and a half feet wide and ours, the pavilion is 12 and a half feet wide. But one of the reasons why we went with the pavilion too is because we love the color of this one. And unfortunately, this is a discontinued yeah. color. It's this beautiful sort of it's like a light creamy gray. gray. Yeah. And, and the pavilion models have shades that come down on the sides and on the escapes, you have to buy the shades and you you sort of snap them on, which is fine. Uh, but uh, they're all big, right? Mm. So folded down and stored, they all take up a ton of space. So if you don't have a ton of room, you're probably not going to want to clam because they don't fold down as small as a lot of the other screen tents. They do keep the bugs out. They do keep the rain out. And they're really nice to hang out in. But they're excellent for podcasting and recording in as well. <laughs> this this clam does not fit in our pickup truck bed. Nope. It has to go in our pass-through space because it's about seven foot long folded. Sure hope it'll go in the pass-through space of our <laughs> new fifth wheel. <laughs> Guess we'll see. Yeah, it, it, they're, but they do work really well. And we have had terrible experiences with other screen shelters. They're between $300 and $400, depending on the size and the features you get. Um, they have all sorts of different products and all sorts of different colors and sizes. Uh, but we're we're loving the clam. Yeah, we're really happy with it. It's been a great multi-use space. That's it for the gear guide for we 2021. Did we did it. If you want, again, to look at any of these products, head over to the website. We'll have a post that shows them all. And you can also head over to amazon.com slash shop slash RV miles and find the ones available on Amazon there. Yeah, and I bet this post will also be kind of organic and we'll have things added to it as the spring goes on because there's always really cool new things popping up. And, you know, just because we enjoyed something now doesn't mean there won't be something that comes out later that would be just as great for the camping season. Okay, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll have our fresh tank, black tank segment. Are your tires ready for spring and summer trips? FMCA, the world's largest nonprofit RV club, has a tire savings program for its members, and it's one of their most popular benefits. You can save hundreds per tire purchasing Michelin, Continental, and Hankook tires for passenger vehicles, light trucks, and RVs. Visit FMCA.com to get tire quotes and a list of participating dealers, and while you're there, sign up for FMCA. FMCA membership is $85 for your first year or $75 upon renewal. And with the code RVMILES21, you can save $10 instantly and join for just $75 for your first year. To view a full list of benefits, visit FMCA.com or call 800-543-3622 and use the code RVMILES21 for $10 off for your first year. 
When it comes to RV travel, weather safety is a top priority, which is why the Highway Weather app provides weather forecasts for road trips along every point of your route, adjusted to your time of travel. You can compare forecasts, get recommendations for the best time to head out, get severe weather alerts, add rest stops to long trips, and more. Did I mention all of that is included free in the app? For subscribers, there's a hands-free background feature to automatically alert you to upcoming bad weather. To download the app, visit highwayweather.io today or look for it in your iOS or Android app store. All right, it's time to check the level of our tanks. Abby, what is in your black tank this week? Mm, my black tank this week goes to the water leak that we had again. In the same spot. In the same spot. Again. But it wasn't actually at all anywhere related to the spot that the water was coming in at. It was quite a ways away. We think we figured out where it's coming from, sort of, maybe. The amount of water issues we have had in this trailer, I'm just over it. So this one was, we thought, originating again from the slide, but actually, we think it was in the wall coming from the bedroom window because the carpet is underneath the wall. By like two inches, right? on the, the only place we really have carpet is in the slide. But then there's this little apron of carpet that finishes it off that mm-hmm. goes under that little edge of the wall there. So we've sealed up that window now. We'll see when it rains again. That's the thing is you got to wait for it to rain again Yeah. to know I, if you've solved the problem. You know, I try not to be too grumpy about these things. It's home improvement. Stuff happens. You know, my parents sat in their sticks and bricks during the cold and their hot water heater went out and they had a bunch of issues in their house too. So I don't try to say, oh, it's just because we live in an RV. But the amount of water leakage issues we have had just because of poor sealing just really at this point i'm i'm super frustrated yep and that's all about all we need to say about that i think that's all we should say about it. all right what's in your fresh tank so my fresh tank this week is just a really cool piece of news that i ran across from the national park service pamela a smith has been named the new chief of the united states park police she's a 23 year veteran of the uspp but what i thought was so wonderfully cool about this is a not only is it a woman that's taking up this position but she's also becoming the first african-american woman to lead this 230 year old agency i just think that's cool that's great And I like that I can read stuff like that. Yes. That's my fresh tank. All right. All right. What's your black tank this week? Well, it's no surprise that uh, with the high demand for RVs, that there might be some changes in the cost of RVs. And unfortunately, that's happening right now. But actually, it doesn't really have as much to do with the demand for RVs as it does to do with a rising cost of raw materials. Raw materials of all sorts are getting very, very expensive, including uh, one in particular, which I'll talk about in my fresh tank, uh, which is wood. But uh, it's RV prices are up and they're going to continue to be up for a long time. People continually want to know about inventory availability and when that's going to get better and when there will be more used units on the market. And of course, nobody knows the answer to any of those questions, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. RV dealerships are reporting record sales still 
uh, it's only hampered by the fact that they don't have as much inventory to sell. So it's unfortunate, uh, but if you're looking for an RV right now, you're going to be paying a, a premium and used RV market is the same way. There's just not a ton used RVs available either. Ugh. Yeah. That's all I can say. Yeah. All right. What's your fresh tank this week? Uh, so my fresh tank is, <laughs> you know. Speaking of we, RVs. We've had, we've had this issue. Now, I do not blame our trailer manufacturer uh, for this entirely. No, this was us. This is all on us. Uh, except for our bed was built. It was built well, by it was built with one by twos, and if you know about if you know about wood sizes, a one by two is one of the smallest dimensions of lumber that you can get. We made theater flats when I used to do theater <laughs> with one by fours, and these are half the size of those. Yeah, this um, is, it was, um, and those weren't supposed to support any weight whatsoever. Nope. And this is your bed, right? Yep. So our bed, it's made, it's a frame made of one by twos, and it's you know you lift it up, and there's storage underneath, and. We have put a mattress on top of that that is much heavier than the than the mattress that came from the factory. Than the little napkin mattress that they gave <laughs> no. us? Yes. And we put, this is the big problem, is we put pneumatic lifts under our bed so that yeah. we could raise it up easily because that mattress is heavier. Abby was needing some help getting... In, in order to get in and out of the storage underneath. Uh, because we put our clothes down there and we need to access that every single day. And those, those pneumatic lifts put so much pressure on it when closed that we kept having the bed sort of starting to fall apart and I've repaired it. You basically it. blew out the front part of yes. or the foot of the bed. I've repaired it many many times yes. but this time it was done for. The whole bed sort of blew out underneath. Yes. And uh, I, after sleeping on the couch for a night <laughs> I, <laughs> I went to Lowe's bought a bunch of stuff and completely rebuilt our bed. So I'm very, that's why it's my fresh tank is that I'm very happy that we finally have a rebuilt bed that we can actually trust to lay on. <laughs> After only what? Eight, nine months yeah. of it being broken? Yeah. Something now, like that? Now, the, what I was getting to about raw material prices mm -hmm. though is when I used to buy lumber, maybe five, six years ago. I was going to say, often. it's been a minute. Yeah, I mean, but still, I mean, that's not that long. Five, six no, years ago. but it I, wasn't a, last a, week. A, a standard eight foot two by four would be about $2. Often it'd be under $2. It'd be like $1.89, something like that um, for a standard eight foot two by four. Sometimes they'd be, you know, if lumber was high, sometimes they'd be $3. Two by fours right now, I priced them while I was at Lowe's, getting this lumber are over $7 here. Yeah, board. I almost fell out of my seat when you told me how much you spent yeah. to rebuild that. Bed. Now, when you add that, you know, you add the cost of all those individual boards to building a wall in a house, and think of what new home prices must be. And that's exactly what's happening with RV prices: is that materials like that are the the prices skyrocketing and stuff like that, and uh, it's it's going to affect everything we buy. It really is. It is a crazy, crazy world that we live in right now. Yeah. yeah. So that's my fresh tank, uh, which is also sort of a black tank. Which is also sort of a gray tank. All right. Let's wrap this episode up with a brain teaser. It's kind of like a poopery. Given the, given the word standard, take away two letters and add three digits to make a logical sequence. 
the word standard. You're going to take away two letters and add three digits to make a logical sequence. We'll have the answer to that and a whole lot more on next week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. Yes, we will. And as a very friendly reminder, if you are enjoying RV Miles, could you do us a solid and head over to Apple Podcast and please leave us a five-star review. That five-star review, we are now up to 723 reviews, and that is putting RV Miles in front of more and more people every single day. We cannot thank you enough for the service that you do for us. RV Miles is all across social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. We're not doing Twitter anymore, so don't come looking for us over there, but you will find us on TikTok, sort of. You're going to get back into the TikTok, Jason. Yes. Gonna yes. start ticking and talking? Yes. Because my TikToks don't do well. You know, the more you talk during these endings, the more I have to repeat that song at the end. I do. I, <laughs> hey, everybody loves the song. We're getting our money's worth out of it. All right. If you have any questions for Jason and I, go find us over at the RV Miles Facebook group. That is the best place to find us at. We are also at editor at rvmiles.com. Until next week, thank you so much for joining us. Be well, be safe. Please keep wearing your mask and keep logging those RV miles. Bye, everybody. <laughs>